We live in a new age, and it's time for us to upgrade our tinfoil hats. Operation Tinfoil is a freedom-focused small business and trusted sponsor of this show. Their super comfortable new line of beanies and baseball caps will not only crown your skull in style, but each of these dome defenders is lined with a silver mesh that blocks up to 99% of EMF radiation from cell phone towers, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and yes, even 5G. We don't know what EMF radiation does to the brain long-term, but neither do they. So don't be their guinea pig and don't wait around to find out. Get your stylish tinfoil hat of the future today at gettinfoil.com. Use the promo code SYSTEM for $10 off your order. Again, that's gettinfoil.com. Use the promo code SYSTEM for $10 off your order. <laughs> You'll be interviewing me? Yeah. Your name again? Dan. Last name? Smuts. Smuts? Smuts. How do you spell it? S-M-O-T-Z. It's like snot. S-M-O-T-Z. <laughs> yeah. Dan Smuts. Yeah. All right. That's different. It is. It's not my legal, you know, Christian birthright name that the so government gave it. me, but it's, it's a nickname. Okay. Yeah. Larry, thanks for being here, man. Um, My we are here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, we're here at uh, Porkfest Twenty Three, and um, we're here with the the uh, conservative commentator, radio show host, the Se- guy who sex symbol. Absolutely, we're getting to that. Just oh, give yeah, me a second. Uh, sex symbol. That was my next thing. To, yeah. Okay, and uh, the guy who tried slaying the the great Gavin Newsom, um, and from I what I hear, the the black face of white supremacy, if the media is is accurate. That's right. And when I was campaigning, Dan, I was campaigning in a homeless encampment in Venice, and some woman, white woman wearing a gorilla mask, threw an egg at me. And the media says, white woman wearing a gorilla mask throws egg at Larry Elder. I said, how do you know it was a mask? <laughs> Maybe she's having a bad hair day. Elder <laughs> sexist! That became the headline. Not I was attacked. Yeah. So you can't win. Yeah, absolutely. So what, let's talk about a little bit about the, the Gavin Newsom thing. So. The, the way the rest of the world perceives California is that that was a shoe-in for pretty much anybody other than Gavin Newsom. Did you, like, get, was it a surprise to you that they're like, yes, even though we're trying to kick him out, we want more of this thing? Yeah, it was. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it, Dan. Yeah. I, I never thought about running for office in my life. Uh, I ran for third grade class president. And yes, I won that one, so I'm batting 500. But I never in a million years thought I would run. I didn't think it was possible to win. Uh, a Republican to win statewide in California hasn't happened in 20 years. But there was this growing movement of anger because Gavin Newsom was sitting up there at a restaurant called the French Laundry mm-hmm. with the people that drafted the mandates for masks and for social distancing that he just now mandated for the whole state. And he wasn't wearing a mask. He wasn't engaging in social distancing. He was yucking it up. Mm-hmm. He incurred a $12,000 wine tab and it ticked people off. And so millions of people signed a petition to put a recall on the ballot. And even then, I did not think it was going to last because I figured what he'd do is grovel, apologize. Uh, I, I'm sorry I did this because the other stuff that he wants, raising taxes on rich people, uh, demanding that fast food restaurants pay a certain amount of money, setting up a commission for that, the reparations, the rest of the stuff he wants, California voters voted for mm-hmm. uh, or knew he was going to do this kind of stuff. So I figured it was going to be a temporary anger and go away. That's why I was reluctant. And I only got in with eight weeks left in the campaign. Mm-hmm. But I thought about it, and I thought that if not you, who, if not now, win. And I thought maybe I'd be able to have a chance if the ball came the right way. Yeah. So when I got into the race, I shot to the top right away. There were 45 other replacement candidates. And I went to the top right away. I did not anticipate that. Is 45 a normal number for other candidates? Or was he just so bad that so many people had the same mindset as you? Like, let's step up. I think a lot of people had the same mindset, including Democrats and independents. Mm -hmm. There were 45 people who were on the ballot to replace him. 
And if he had been recalled, whoever got the most on the replacement side would have become governor. Mm -hmm. I got 3.5 million votes, more than almost all the other 45 combined, more than all the other Republicans combined. And in eight weeks, I raised $27 million, more than all the other 45 candidates combined. Nice. I got 150,000 individual donations. Half of them came from outside of California. California has 58 counties on the replacement side, and I carried 57 of 58 counties. And I was not endorsed by the state party. I was not endorsed by the national party. Uh, they gave me no money. And even after it was clear that I was a front runner, I was the grassroots guy, mm -hmm. they gave me no verbal support. The guy they wanted was the two-term mayor of San Diego. His name is Kevin Faulkner. I carried San Diego County by 30 points. Mm -hmm. And so in came the dogs on the Gavin Newsom side. I got outspent about seven or eight to one. Biden comes in and calls Larry Elder the closest thing to a Donald Trump clone has ever seen. I said, is he insulting me or flattering me? <laughs> and Obama cut a commercial for him. Sanders did. Uh, Elizabeth Warren did. Mm -hmm. And they all said the same thing. Nobody said, Gavin Newsom is doing a great job on crime. Gavin Newsom is doing a great job the way he ignored science and shut down the state because of COVID. Gavin Newsom is doing a great job on our schools, which are ranked near the bottom. He's doing a great job on homelessness. They didn't say any of that. They said, stop Republican takeover. Mm -hmm. Every commercial, stop Republican takeover. Because in California, the only thing worse than Gavin Newsom is a Republican. Right. And it worked because we're outnumbered. Uh, registered Republicans are outnumbered. Registered non-Republican, three to one. Mm -hmm. And so that's all they did, and it worked. Um, I was shocked that his margin was so big. Mm -hmm. It really was. Yeah, we all. I think everybody was. And the Do you news think there's any, any any funny business there? Well, you don't need funny funny business when you're outnumbered that much. Yeah. It's when the it's when the electorate is pretty close when you need the funny business. Sure. But the media um, called me the black face of white supremacy, as you referenced early in our conversation. Another member of the LA Times referred to my views as white supremacist. A black commentator who owns a radio station in, in LA referred to my views as anti-black. I had an interview with him during the campaign. I said, what makes my views anti-black? He said, you're opposed to reparations. I said, 80% of Americans are opposed to reparations. Yeah. Obama's opposed to reparations. He anti-black, he changed his subject. Uh, and, and there was no pressure on Gavin Newsom to debate me, and of course he refused to debate me. Mm -hmm. So for all those reasons, um, I lost. But there hasn't been, as I said earlier, a Republican who's won statewide in California in almost 20 years. Yeah. And they've run Hispanics, they've run Asian Americans, they've run men, they've run women. It doesn't matter. The last time I thought there might have been a shot, aside from my, my race, a guy ran for controller. Uh, his name is Lanny Chen. And he is a conservative, but he's one of those who uh, had... No problem with 2020, did not question the results. And he and he was kind of wobbly on whether or not he would support Trump in 2024, Trump's a nominee. So the LA Times loved that. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of Republican that they love. And they endorsed him. And so the Sacramento Bee, the two most influential newspapers politically uh, in California, they endorsed him. And he still lost badly. It's almost impossible in California. Yeah. So moving forward, we've got Gavin Newsom, uh, potentially. People are, are hinting at him running. Yes. Um, did that inspire you at all to step up and uh, ah. start running? Or are you looking for that race all over again? Is that what your, your goal is? Well, I know Gavin Newsom thinks he's going to um, run for president. At some point, he probably will. He's mm -hmm. young enough. And he's hoping that Joe Biden will slip on a banana peel so he can slide in. It's with, pretty likely that that will happen. With, well, what, what his, he understands that... If it is perceived that Kamala Harris is drop-kicked in favor of some white dude like Mayor Pete or like him, mm -hmm. he knows that black voters, especially black female voters, who are the most loyal part of the Democratic base, will be livid. They won't vote Republican. They just won't vote. And the first primary of the Democrats is South Carolina. And 60% of the Democrat primary voters in that state 
are black, and most of those are black female, and they love, love, love Kamala Harris. So they're stuck with her, and Gavin Newsom knows that. The other thing is this. I think most of the country has no idea what a left-wing loon this man is. Mm -hmm. He set up a, a panel for reparations. He set up a panel, a, a, a committee, so that if you are a fast food restaurant uh, owner in California, your wages are going to be set by members of the government. Mm -hmm. uh, he mandated that everybody who graduates from high school has to have at least one course in ethnic studies. He has banned the sale of new gas-powered cars by the year 2035. And two days, by the way, after he announced that ban, they issued an energy alert yep, claiming, yep. telling the 2.9% of, uh, of vehicle owners who are EV vehicle owners in California not to charge up your, your, uh, your EV in, in peak times because it taxes the energy grid. Imagine if millions of cars are now EVs in California. It's nonsense. Uh, he also signed bills to reduce um, uh, crime uh, punishments for uh, certain categories of crime. Now, if you... Uh, engage in serial arson, that is considered to be a non-violent offense. Attack on a police officer, a non-violent offense. What is a violent offense these days? R rape of an intoxicated victim is a non-violent offense, meaning wow. you, get, you get lower penalties. That's what he did. And he also uh, handpicked uh, George Gascon, the soft-on-crime DA, uh, and there have been two attempts to recall him in California. Both of them have failed. He's a guy that drafted the Proposition 47 that allows you to steal up to $1,000 a day. Mm -hmm. And if you get caught, they write you a ticket. You committed a misdemeanor. You have zero chances of going to jail because it's a it's a it's a cashless bail state. Yeah. So this guy is a left wing loon, and most people have no idea. He also signed a bill that mandates if you are a publicly held corporation in California, you must have at least one member of the LGBTQIA plus whatever they call it mm -hmm. on your board, at least one. Yeah. I mean, what is that? Um. <laughs> it's called a violation of the Fourteenth Amendment. That's what it's called. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 Today's episode is sponsored by Astero's Cybersecurity Services. These days, organizations of all sizes are targets for cyber criminals, disgruntled employees, or even nation-state attackers. Astero's performs cybersecurity services, providing expert guidance to help organizations defend against threats and protect their data. Astero specializes in penetration testing, where they perform ethical hacking on networks, web apps, or organizations as a whole to simulate what an attacker would do and plug the discovered holes before anyone malicious finds and exploits them. Astero's also specializes in vulnerability management, security awareness training, phishing simulations, cloud security audits, compliance readiness assessments, and much more. As technology expands, it becomes easier and easier to run a business. But if your security is not growing along with your company, then you're going to run into problems. If you don't personally have a company of your own, definitely pass this information along to someone who does because for a limited time, Asteros is offering companies an attack surface audit completely free. Let Asteros discover potential entry points to your network and how susceptible your company or organization is to cyber attacks. To learn more and to take advantage of this essential offer, just go to asteros.com forward slash free. That's asteros, A-S-T-E-R-O-S dot com forward slash free. So... With this, uh, with this run, what did inspire you to actually get in and go up against Trump at this point? Because he's kind of a martyr, and yeah, I, I mean, I've given DeSantis shit and everything for even sticking his nose in the race right now. Because, I mean, why? Like, my God, you just use the escort. Can you do that? On your I can show? do that. It's my show. <laughs> shit, you can say whatever you want. Like I said, it's scheduled. Well, <laughs> well, you know, I supported forty-five uh, in twenty sixteen. I supported him again in twenty twenty. And I love pretty much what he did as president. Mm -hmm. I feel, however, that so many swing voters, Dan, would not vote for the man if he walked on water. In fact, if he did, they'd accuse him of not being able to swim. I have no idea what to do about Trump derangement syndrome. Maybe somebody will develop a vaccine. 
But until then, Houston, we've got a problem. That problem is called electability. Yeah. And I think that at some point, the Republicans are going to realize you need to coalesce behind somebody whose last name is other than Trump, what for whom a sufficient number of swing voters can, can vote so that we can win in November 2024. And I think I want to make my case and I'm that guy. That's why I want to get up there on that debate stage in Milwaukee. To that end, I need 40,000 individual donations. It can be as small as $1, and you can do that by going to elderforpresident.com. $1, get me up there on that debate stage. I'm going to be talking about all these issues, plus the lie that America is systemically racist, mm -hmm. the crucial need for school choice, where there are 13 public high schools in Baltimore, I kid you not, all in the inner city where 0% of the kids can do math at grade level. 85% mm -hmm. of black 8th graders nationwide can either read nor do math at grade level. Half of them can't even do basic reading, which means a substantial percentage of black 13-year-olds in America are functionally illiterate. And the Democrats oppose school choice uh, because they are wedded at the hip to teachers' union. Yeah. And the other big issue, Dan, is the epidemic of fatherlessness. Because of the welfare state, we've incentivized women to marry the government, we've incentivized men to abandon their financial and moral responsibilities. We've gone from having 25% of black kids born without a father in the home married to the mother to 70% today. Mm -hmm. And there's all sorts of stats that show when you raise without a dad, you're five times more likely to be poor and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school, and 20 times more likely to end up in jail. And most of us are not talking about that. These kids need mentors. I liken it to AA. We're talking about it's called racism. Uh, that, that's, that's the kind of systemic racism. Yeah. Uh, I, I liken it to AA where people who are recovering alcoholics have a sponsor. Yeah. And somebody that you can talk to, mentor you, show you the right way. All of these kids who are growing up without dads need a sponsor, need a mentor. There are a lot of men who are now retired with plenty of time on their hands and need to get involved. Mm -hmm. The other thing is we're spending a lot of money on welfare. We ought to be able to take our tax return and direct that money to churches, organizations in our own community where people are doing this kind of work, doing this kind of mentoring, where they have far better effects, far better results in getting people uh, to be independent than federal government. So we should be able to do that with our tax dollars. Yeah, absolutely. Now we have to talk about, you're here at Porkfest, I assume the first time, right? My first time. Now, what not brings my, not you... My, not my first time eating pork. Sure, yes, <laughs> yes. I've had pork Common fest, yes. yes. I was at the uh, Iowa State Fair last summer. Pork chop on a stick, mm -hmm. bacon on a stick, mm -hmm. butter on a stick. Gained 10 pounds, haven't been able to lose it. <laughs> So I blame you guys. Butter on a stick. That yes. is, I, I mean, I'm from the Midwest, so I can relate to that. What part of the Midwest? Uh, Illinois. Okay. So not Chicago, the rest of it. Well, I went to law school in Michigan, and I worked for 17 years in Ohio. Mm -hmm. At 25 consecutive winters. Mm -hmm. And I tried to get into skiing, so I would look forward to it. Didn't take. Yep. I tried to get into <laughs> to ice skating. Look forward to it. Didn't take. Cross-country skiing, I did that a few times. Didn't take. Yep. You know, if you could just do something so about California winter. California it is, right? Do something about winter, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I feel the same way. Uh, this is a bit much, but but you were in, grew up in Illinois. You must be used to this. Yeah, this this isn't Illinois. too bad. This yeah. is pretty pretty similar to Illinois, actually. But um, what brings you out to Porkfest? What brings you into the lion's den of the evil libertarians that uh, the media hates, possibly well, even more than the GOP? Well, I consider myself to be a small ill libertarian and a registered Republican, or call me a Republicanian. Mm -hmm. I like Milton Friedman. He was a registered Republican, but also a small ill libertarian, and that's what I consider myself to be. I'm here because New Hampshire is the first primary in the nation. And if I'm going to run, if I want to run credibly, i got to be here. Yeah. So I'll be spending my winters here. You're going to get sick of me, man. I'm going to be here so often. I won't be here. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be in Florida. Yeah. No, Illinois. Yeah. Illinois. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So you're out here just campaigning, or uh, was there something about this particular event? Because this one, I mean, we, we get some shit, you guys. Well, you, you've had this event now for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's becoming more and more important. Uh, I'm giving a speech on the welfare state in a few minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, the Libertarians invited me to come here and speak. And, um, you know, I think they're feeling my pain and vice versa. So mm -hmm. these are my peeps. Yeah. Yep. So quick sound bites. Uh, let's just do flash round on a couple topics. Um, just give the elevator pitch for each one. It could be a sentence or two. Um, your thoughts on, uh, you know, foreign aid. Let's say Ukraine. You know, we wouldn't be having this conversation if Joe Biden hadn't pulled out the way he did from Afghanistan, which encouraged uh, Putin, it's encouraging Xi Jinping in China, it's encouraging the, 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 uh, the, the mullahs in Iran, it's encouraging North Korea. I'm, I'm a peace through strength guy. And when you show weakness, you invite uh, aggression. Um, we ought to tie foreign aid to our national security. We shouldn't be giving foreign aid to anybody as far as I'm concerned. Uh, if people want to give foreign aid, they should be able to do it privately. But to use tax dollars just because you want to give money to a third world country because it's a third world country, I think you should make the case to the American people, if they want to give money to a third world country, let them give it to you. I know that's not what we do, but what we ought to do. Mm -hmm. The war on drugs. Uh, Milton Friedman talked about that uh, for a long time. Uh, I think this ought to be treated as a health problem rather than a criminal justice problem. Uh, it invites all sorts of corruption, uh, and I think that if states individually want to pass laws, they should do it individually, but the federal government, in my opinion, ought not have a role in this. I like it. Um, uh, prostitution. State state issue. Uh, mm -hmm. There are two, two counties, I think, in Nevada where it's legal, and somehow, some way, that state's been able to survive, but it's, a, it's again, a state issue. Mm -hmm. If my daughter, I don't have a daughter, but my daughter were interested in going to the profession, I would strongly discourage it. Right. I, I think it's... Uh, don't want her to go to prison for it, but uh, yeah. it's not first choice, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have bigger fish to fry. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, what are what are some of your main issues, the bigger fish to fry, in, in your mindset? Like, what is the most important thing right now? Well, the most important thing, as I said earlier, is the epidemic of fatherlessness. And that has a real-world consequence on everything. I also think we ought to be getting rid of these soft on crime, George Soros, back DAs that are not following the law. Mm -hmm. And to that extent, we propose legislation called the Enforce the Law Act to set up commissions so that when people complain that so-and-so was out on bond who should have been in prison for five years and murdered my husband, my loved one, uh, those complaints can be investigated. And if that body of retired judges and retired um, DAs uh, deems it necessary, we can remove these soft on crime, George Soros, back DAs. Mm -hmm. Also, again, the inflation. Um, this, this business about forcing Americans to buy EVs on the notion that EVs are on net better for the environment than gas-powered cars, I think is dubious at best. It takes fossil fuels to make the EV, to transport the EV. Uh, you have all these rare earth materials that go into the battery that makes us more dependent upon China. Uh, and then you use slave labor in the Congo to mine this stuff. These kids are four years old, five years old, uh, getting cobalt out with their hands. Uh, it's a toxic chemical. It's going to have all sorts of adverse health consequences. I think people that proudly buy an EV because it's better for the environment have no blooming idea of the other inputs, and they're ignoring those. Yeah. Is taxation theft? It is. Um, government, is, it's way too big. It's taxed way too much. I was on Fox and Friends the other, well, a few years ago, mm -hmm. and I said in 1900, Dan, at all three levels, federal, state, and local, government took less than 10% of the American people. Now it takes 32%. I got a phone call from a fact check organization, and they said, you were on Fox and Friends this morning, and you said government at all three levels took less than 10% of the American people. Do you have a source? Mm -hmm. And I said, no, I pulled it out of my butt. I can say butt. You can say S, you said S, I can say butt. That's right. I said, no, I pulled it out of my butt. I gave them a source. They were shocked at how much bigger government has gotten. Because Article 1, Section 8 limits government to a handful of duties and responsibilities. Everything else is left to the states and to the people. And we completely ignored that. Mm -hmm.
final question. I know you got to get going. You want to see all the beautiful sights. Um, I hope you're having a great time at Porkfest. Thank you so much for being here. But your shoes, those are what I want to talk about most. If we can get a shot of those. Yes. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this fashion choice? This is called a Nina. This is my girlfriend and her name is Nina. Wow. She's the one who dresses me. I have no idea. Someone asked me what these were. I said, I have no idea. So I looked, they're, they're polos. Okay. Probably made in China. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. But um, if the... So you support China, is what you're saying. If, if the race... We're determined based upon somebody's shoes. I win in the landslide. I absolutely. I got the best down. kicks. I got the best kicks. Amen. 